Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Loud and Local with Kevin Deers on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. It's Loud and Local here on The Rock. If uh, you've been listening to Loud and Local for the last couple months or so, you've probably heard the band name and the songs by Slowcode. They're a band that's in studio now. Uh, welcome to Loud and Local, guys. It's awesome to have you on, finally. Thanks for having us. us. Absolutely. So this is, you know, your first official radio interview. You've made it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's exactly what we thought. Awesome. So uh, first off, before we go any further, why don't you uh, introduce yourselves and tell us what you do in Slowcode. My name's Amy, and I play bass. I'm Josh, I play drums. I'm Charlie, I play guitar, and I sing. Right on. Are we missing any members tonight, or is it just a three-piece? Just a three-piece. That's awesome. That probably makes touring a lot easier as opposed to, like, you know, a six-piece or, like, a five-piece. Like, a, it's probably a pretty nice little compact unit. Absolutely. We uh, we had a, a much bigger van until about, like, and we got two months of- ago. <laughs> yeah, and we got to just, like, move down to this really tiny little thing that's really nice. It just fits us and our gear and is about half the size, and we're really happy about it. Hopefully that was your choice. It wasn't a car wreck, right? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. That other van was on its last legs anyways. Okay. So we got to downsize, like is very popular right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so you know, before I before I go any further, I'd like to uh, mention that you guys actually uh, aren't from the Northwest, but you moved up here recently uh, a few years back. What kind of drew you to the Northwest music scene, um, or just Seattle as a, as a city? I mean, it's great up here. It's beautiful. Um, it's a very very nice, supportive place to play music and exist. I, you know. From my own personal experience playing music and touring in the past, this has always been a really like just great place to come and play. And so, so um, you guys had played Seattle as Slow Code before. No, you moved up here. Um, okay. uh, Charlie and I had done like various projects in California. Okay, uh, we met right at college, and we had a couple bands in Orange County. And then Charlie moved off to Boston. Yeah, I moved to Boston, and I met Amy, Amy there. Right, Amy. Awesome. <laughs> and, and then, then um, they came back to the West Coast, and Charlie and I had another band, and then they moved up to Seattle. And then Charlie called me out of the blue and was like, you want to be in a band in Seattle? And I was like, no, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> but then I, he, I eventually moved up here, and now that's, that's how we got here. So, yeah, none of us are from here, but we absolutely love it up here. That's awesome. Well, you know, you guys are an awesome addition to the Northwest music scene. Your new album is uh, called Waste Layer. It came out a few months back, correct? Yeah, May. Yep. May. And it's on Glory Kid Records. Uh, shout out to Andy. Uh, probably <laughs> listening right now. What's up, Andy? Uh, Hi, Andy. Sorry I didn't tell you about this until this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so the album is, is, is incredible, first off, I'd like to say. And I'm not just trying to just like rep you guys because uh, you're here. I've been playing the hell out of it. Now tell me a little bit about the process of the record. Before that, you had uh, a 7-inch or uh, EP? Uh, we had a tape come out at the end of 2015. Yeah. Um. I don't know, just been 
writing these songs for <laughs> yeah there's there's a couple years. of songs Took a couple on years. this on this record that have been in the works for really, like battle mage is a song that has been around since charlie and i other band in southern california yeah so, that one's been around since like 2013 maybe yeah, yeah. so it, it's been pretty cool because it's been a lot of a lot of stuff that we've been working on for a while that you know now we finally get to record and have have evidence of which is yeah we've been sort of neat. just we've been grinding down a lot of the material live for the last couple of years and like you know everything sort of you write it and it ends up being kind of sterile in the room and i think for us we like to play out um our material a decent amount or like really get a feel for it live um before we commit to it as far as what we're going to track on the record you know for <laughs> permanence's sake um <laughs> You, you guys are going to be bringing this record on tour. I mean, you guys are doing a full. Is it a full U.S. tour? Yep. Yes, That's it awesome. Is. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been really fun to book. Yeah, That's we're crazy. Doing, yeah, big old loop around the entire U.S. That's awesome. And it's a U.S. tour kickoff is going on Saturday, August 25th at the Kraken with Voicek, Medicine Bows, and a Bobcat. And uh, yeah, so w- you guys are going all the way over to the East Coast and back. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Pretty excited. Is this your full U.S.? Is a first full U.S. is slow code? Yeah, it was yep. a, definitely first full U.S. Um, started talking about going on tour, and that's where I'm from, the East Coast. And so one of the big appeals for me would be to actually be able to make it back out there and play shows. Yeah. So not something I've done there before. So, and for, and for me, when Charlie was trying to convince me to come up here, I said, okay, well, we have to do two things. We have to put out a record, yeah. and we have to do a U.S. tour. So. We're fulfilling those obligations to me. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep everybody happy, man. Like, <laughs> nice. I, like well, then I complicated things because I was like, well, I I've never been to Florida. It's the only one of the lower forty I've never been to. So you booked four so, shows. There. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to get so a feel for it. And like, we're like, honestly, we're doing this big thing. It's this big loop around the country, and the place I'm most excited about going to is Panama City, Florida. All right, like, party just, like, time. Hang out on the Panhandle and see what's up. Like, just I I, I just can't wait to see like just ten. Margaritas, swamp just, people. Oh, just dip my toes into some warm <laughs> sand before we play our just what like nihilist noise. Yeah, punk, yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> That's the 25th awesome. Twenty fifth night in a row. <laughs> So we're going to play a few songs from y'all. Uh, the record, again, is called Waste Layer. We're going to be playing Battle Mage and Name Names. Is there anything you want to say about these songs before we jump into these uh, two? Um, I don't know. Probably Battle Mage uh, has been around for a really long time. Um, and this one, I think, for the three of us has been really satisfying uh, to actually have because we've been playing it for literally years. And um, it was the first and, single for the album. Yeah, and yeah. the song has gone through different lineups, too. Cool. So it's 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 nice to finally have a documentation of it as the final lineup now. Yeah. Because we're never going to be in another band. Yeah, again. like I'm not – I can't handle like meeting other people. Like I, I have enough <laughs> friends for a power trio's worth of band. That's – No new friends. Drake it. said it. I, yeah. I, I, exactly. I mean – yeah, I don't disagree, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a couple songs by Slow Code. We got Battle Mage and Name Names. If you want to talk to the band, call us up, 206-421-ROCK. It's Slow Code in studio here on Loud and Local. <laughs>
Alright, we're we've got a vibe correct, uh, a correct vibe going on right now. It is Slow Code hanging out in studio. They have a new album called Waste Layer available now. You can check them out. Uh, Slow Code Bandcamp. What's your Bandcamp? Uh, Slowcodewa.bandcamp.com. That's awesome. You can purchase the album on vinyl. You can purchase it as a digital download, and uh, you can go see them again that Saturday, August twenty fifth at the Kraken in the U District uh, with Voicek, Medicine Bows, and Bobcat, and. Uh, Real quick, I just wanted to shout out Kraken. A lot of bands that I've had in recently have kind of talked about how the Kraken is kind of like the epicenter for a lot of uh, like rad local punk and and hardcore and just like good vibes and apparently good food. I haven't tried it yet, but apparently the food is okay. Yeah, yeah. better than okay. Yeah, the burgers are good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to fantastic. Drew and Skyler, man. They make that place awesome. Yeah, that place is really, really great. They've They've always treated us very well. How um, many Bud Light oranges have you consumed in the crack? Oh, Jesus, <laughs> seen a lot of them yeah. consumed for sure. I tried one just, just <sighs> to try it out. You just helped out. No you helped out the cause. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> just like we need less of these, and that was really nice of you to do that for them. If you're like wondering <laughs> what we're talking about, the the Kraken is actually has the top sales of Bud Light Orange in all of the Northwest Territory. So they got a sign that says "Your destination for Bud Light Orange" outside of the venue. <laughs> it's like okay, right Everyone on. Go check it out. Yeah, Bud exactly. The BLOs will bring in the music will keep you. Uh, so slow code again in studio now. It's loud and local and. Uh, before we uh, go any further, I would like to talk about kind of your foundation as uh, as growing up, uh, your interest in music. Um, let's go around the room and uh, kind of just start. Uh, what was the first band that really made you want to pick up an instrument and uh, the first band that you consider like your favorite band? Um, for me, I was always a huge band nerd in, in high school. I had awesome. never played like, you know, string instrument, but I was a big old band geek in high school what did you play uh, i played french horn nice actually yeah so were you into ska nope nope never quite (laughs) went there thankfully um but uh i remember a buddy of mine was uh rifling through some of his dad's records when i was in high school and he uh put on fugazi awesome and that was that was a cool dad right (laughs) seriously um and just that was probably the moment i was like you could do something different you know yeah i didn't actually pick up an instrument until Probably like five years ago. Yeah, she just so. decided that she was going to play bass. Yeah, That's awesome. And she started doing it. Josh, well, the uh, bass is incredible on the album, so. Yeah, Josh taught me how to play a lot of the songs. You know? Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's well, I can certainly hear some Fugazi, not to interrupt, but I can certainly hear some Fugazi influences on the record for sure. I mean. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fugazi is a huge one that I think all three of us can safely say is sure. a huge influence on us. So would you say Fugazi is greater than Minor Threat? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, the, 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 okay. See, that's um, that's the real. You know, Fugazi are like, like, like mind bending for sure. Like, and I and I honestly feel sorry for people who who don't go further. Like, the older I get, the more people I encounter. People who want to talk about Fugazi only want to talk about like Waiting Room, like thirteen songs. And people who don't go into okay. like Red Mets and like you know what are you even up with? Um, but like, there's like a real simple beauty to the, the twenty six songs. That minor threat recorded, and, and that's just like boom, like yeah, that's absolutely. it. And like, I feel like when you turn thirteen, someone should give you a skateboard and a minor threat CD. I oh, yeah. I didn't hear minor threat until like literally years after I, I heard Fugazi. Okay, I, I heard I think minor threat for the first time when I was like like nineteen. Okay, like I, and I heard Fugazi when I was like in my early teens, and so and I was just like, oh, they're just like like whatever, some punk band. Like I remember like like they blew my mind. I was like, I, I messed up my teenage years. Not being what way more into minor threat. <laughs> like, 
Well, let's let's continue on. Oh, okay, yeah. So my uh, my first one, I, you know, I grew up in Southern California, but I, I remember distinctly uh, Dookie coming out. I watched nice. the the video for uh, Longview. Yeah, I just I was probably in like third or fourth grade. Probably shouldn't be watching MTV. Yeah, but well. uh, yeah, I, that that made a mark on me, and I listened to that. It was a tape still at that time. <laughs> I wore the tape out. Well, I got to ask you, have you heard this teasing that Green Day is going to be doing a 25th anniversary Dookie tour? Oh, That's my gosh. I, I think I saw something on social media about That's that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Amazing. We'll see. Amazing. I, I would be stoked. When masturbation's lost, it's fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, what's yours? What's yours, man? Um, I don't know. I, I, I listen to a lot of music and – I don't know, I, I got into like indie rock and punk kind of early, I think. But like, okay. um, uh, probably Yank Crime by Drive Like Jehu. Wow. Like, when I heard that record, it was like I knew I wanted to play music from listening to things like, you know, like I don't know, like yeah, Fugazi and like Sonic Youth and like. But yeah. it was really hearing that and like when I was like fifteen or sixteen and being like, it was like, you know, it took me a long time to like. I liked the articulation and really be like, it's it managed to like really mix like the cerebral and like the visceral in a way that like. Not a whole lot of other music that I'd heard did. Um, okay. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, cool. Like, you can do, like, a bunch of different things sort of, like, like aesthetically through this unit that can be dissimilar as long as you have, like, a good core to it. You yeah. Can, like, and so, like, I, I think, like, the the driving idea of, like, I think, like, Jehu and Hot Snakes is something that we've talked about is that, like, um, if you have, like, a good idea – or like a good aesthetic sort of like notion of what you want the band to be uh-huh. that you can come back to if it's not about like I don't know like a number of other things like what I don't want to say like wrong or bad but like drinking <laughs> beers and hanging out or like awesome reasons to have bands for real but yeah. like I don't know how I've been in plenty of bands that didn't like really have longevity and for the three of us it's like this is sort of like an extension of like the three of us just like being pretty close friends. And this is just like a thing that we naturally like to do together. Nice. And like, but like Jew was the band that taught me sort of to have that idea to it. And they were the band that let me see it in other bands like unwound and Fugazi. And yes. Like, you know, things that were, you know, obviously from our music, like pretty influential on what we had to do. Awesome. So that's a good diverse mixture. I feel like that would be a really weird show, though. <laughs> All three of those bands together. Yeah. Fugazi, Drive Like Jehu, and uh, opening the show is Green Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah be, I remember I had a buddy who was working at, a, I'm from the East Bay originally, I had a buddy who was working at the uh, Gilman Street show that yeah. Pinhead Gunpowder played. Wow. Like, like, like six or seven years ago, like Billy nice. Joe Armstrong's other band. Yeah. Just like all these, like, Teenage kids, like early teen kids, were there with like their really stressed out looking parents in front of Gilman, which is in a Berkeley, in California, and yeah. a DIY punk space on a dirty ass street. Yeah, <laughs> like you would. It's a it's a great space and it's perfectly safe. But I could understand being like, where the hell am I dropping off my like eleven or twelve year old totally like, oversized mm-hmm. Green Day shirt? Because like, mom, dad, the guy from Green Day, and you'd be like, no, he's not playing here. That can't be it. I, I could throw a weirder one in there too. The yeah. first CD I actually ever bought, okay, was at the Blockbuster Music. It was Frog Stomp by Silverchair. Silver yep. 
Silver chair. Yep. Rocket man. I bought that with my own money. <laughs> All right. So, well, that was the next question I was going to ask. Uh, let's just do a quick hit here. Uh, what about you? Uh, uh, the other two members here. Slow Code. What was the first CD or tape, record, whatever, of, of music you actually purchased on your own? And this, not the cool brother or the uncle that gave you something rad to turn you on to something. Like the actual cool, the, the CD you were like, man, I take my allowance and buy this thing. What was it? Oh, my God. Um, allowance money? Shit. I'm like 11 or 12 years old. Probably went out and bought um, Baby One More Time. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That was the time. Hey. <laughs> I like Britney Spears. I ain't I mean, going to lie. I mean, for me, like, it, it was like definitely something like a Disney soundtrack when I was like five or six. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Lion King, Aladdin, like the alt rock or whatever that we i obviously got into because i'm doing this in like my, my 30s you know um, it was the standard nirvana smashing pumpkins sort of thing but yeah oh, yeah like totally like i i was i definitely was all about like the aladdin and like lion king or and, ghostbusters like, 2 soundtrack. soundtrack i do remember having that yeah like when Hell you're a yes. kid i feel like soundtracks are where it's at and then yeah. you're like you move on from like that to like i don't know some i remember like uh I had a buddy who was all about like one of those like crow soundtracks. Oh, it was like, good. Oh, yeah, Spawn soundtrack like, too. Oh yeah, or like uh, what like the the Batman Forever soundtrack that had was, like uh, some good stuff. Had like Kiss from a Rose Seal. and a Sunny Day Real Estate song on it. So like pretty tight soundtrack. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, and the the Judgment Night soundtrack. Yeah, all, all these are great. Soundtracks. Biohazard yeah. and Onyx together yeah, on there's, one jam. There's a Mud Honey and Sir Mix a Lot song in there. That's amazing. Cypress like, Hill and Sonic Youth. Yeah, you imagine yeah, that smoke yeah. session? <laughs> Like, oh, jeez, yeah. All right, we're going to play a couple more Slow Code jams right now. We got uh, Ishk Praxis. We got Poop Praxis. It's a FCC unfriendly title. <laughs> that, was, uh, that, was, that was a good sensor right there, dude. Ishk Praxis. And then we got No Grandchildren. We're going to go into these two songs by Slow Code. Anything you want to say before we jump into it real quick? Um, I, I no. Rock it! All yeah, right, we're yeah, rocking it. it. All right. Slow Code on Loud and Local.
Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Back here with Slow Code. They're going to be playing in the U District at the Kraken Bar, and that's going to be August 25th, Saturday, August 25th. Come and... uh, and wish them well. Buy a T-shirt, buy a record, and send them off in a in a very good fashion. Uh, they're do- going on a full U.S. tour, and uh, we talk a lot about here on Loud and Local about just going out there and getting it and spreading the word and the the music here in the Northwest. That we kind of we're kind of sectioned off toward the uh, left. We're like very very far away from a lot of things, but it's so awesome that you guys are actually going out there, just just killing it. And uh, it's going to be kind of a it's a fall tour, right? It's not a summer tour, so. Yeah, it starts uh, August 31st in Boise and then goes all the way around and wraps up at uh, the very beginning of October and, I don't know, somewhere in California, southern Oregon. We'll see. Right now, the last date is hypothetically on a Monday in, like, I don't know, Grants Pass, so I don't know yeah. if we'll find something, but we're looking around. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be out for 40 days. Uh, um, yeah, I think we're all we're, we're all pretty excited about it. Excited, it's, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're 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 hoping it is a good time. Um, <laughs> there's a few really long drives out at the beginning of it, but um, yeah, it's been for us. Yeah, like Amy was saying, it's gonna be really nice to go to the East Coast, and you know, we have friends out there from her being from there, and me living out there. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of territory that you know we just everybody gets to see something they haven't seen before. Like there's a lot of places like we haven't gone. Um, and I mean, we're we feel very fortunate to be from here. Um, and to be part of this community, um, like I, I personally have been, like a, you know, I said in a, a bunch of different music communities around the country. Yeah. Um, and this place is has something really special to it. Um, the people that are from here that like this band um, have really taken care of us over the last few years um, and really supported us, um, and have definitely gotten us like through some situations. I think that we wouldn't be through if we didn't actually feel cared about and. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's really surprising being in bands from other places uh, and then coming to Seattle. It is you don't you don't necessarily have to do anything different. It's just Seattle for some reason is just so much more supportive and it's still a vibrant live music scene, which is becoming more and more rare. Yeah, absolutely. So is there so I got to ask you all because, uh, you know, you're not on like a huge record label. You guys don't have a huge touring agent, you know, that's like booking you all over. Is there a piece of advice that you would give like like an up and coming band that's like wants to get out there and wants to hit the road? Just like you guys booked it yourselves, I'm assuming, right? Uh, yeah. Charlie, um, the whole Charlie. thing. Yeah. So is there a piece of advice you would give to someone that's like, I want to do that? Um, you You need to be you need to play music with people that want to play music and not, not in a way where they have all the, the, the garage full of stuff. And, you know, um, just like, I can get all these people to come out and see us, you know, but like people who are like when the natural extension of the way that you have a relationship or a friendship with it, you need to, that's where you should focus on. Um, you know, like Amy didn't know how to play bass before, we started playing together and all of a sudden you just do it for five years or so. And like, you're good at it. And the entire time you've like done something together and accomplished something together. But like, it's just about getting people who want to do it. You have to actually like, I guess you just have to like really care about it. And it's hard to really care about if you're not doing with people that really want to. Um, 
So I, basically, I, get really lucky to find other yeah, people who really, really yeah, want to do um, it. And that's the reason we feel fortunate about what we're doing is because we feel fortunate enough to have like found other people to do this with. Yeah. And this, it's it's all very due to a, a, a set of like highly specific circumstances. It feels like, um, and so you know, I'm everything we've gotten to do since we've just sort of been playing shows initially for years. Like has just felt like window dressing because we just like playing music together. Yeah. And so I think for us, we spend a lot of time being very surprised um, mm. <laughs> and, and kind of we're, we're honestly overwhelmed by some of the things people say to us about them caring about this band and reacting yeah. to it in ways that are really strong. Um, and it's because you'd be doing it even if they didn't. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Like, and I mean, that could be that could be more advice too. is uh, uh, persistence because we've played. Charlie and I, anyways. Uh, Amy, this is the first band she's ever been in, and we're <laughs> like, awesome. people like it. <laughs> so we keep telling no her that this is not. A, don't listen to any of us. Yeah, this is not a typical experience. Charlie and I have played so many shows where we've played to nobody, yeah, or we've been in a really weird, compromised situation. We just played to nobody last night in Bellingham. Don't think that doesn't still happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, uh, persistence also helps a lot, you know, because Charlie and I have been doing it for what twelve years together at this point. So yeah, like. On and off about that, yeah, yeah. Um, like, yeah. it's not like we're like good. We just have been doing it for a long yeah. time, so we wrote like hundreds of bad songs, and yeah, then, exactly. you know, got to a point now we're at like thirty four. I'm like, oh, cool, I can finally write some good songs. I feel good about. Right. Nice. The only piece of advice I could give would be to make some friends that have put a lot more work into this than you, and <laughs> ah, pick yes. up a bass when you turn thirty. Yeah, you tell go. them That's I'm tired the of watching you guys. I'm tired of watching you guys find people on Craigslist and having to get used to all these different I'll just people. Do this. I like oh, your just, approach. Yeah, I like yeah. that last. Yeah, approach. exactly. Yeah, I I think that's, it's a great idea. That's definitely the way to do it. If I could do it all over, man. <laughs> Find some people that have put in that years and years and years of work, and then hop onto it, and there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Slow code in studio right now. You guys are going to be playing your uh, uh, your U.S. tour kickoff Saturday, August twenty fifth, again with Voicek, Medicine Bows, Bobcat. It's at the Kraken. I want to see you there, and I want to see you buy one of these records because it's fantastic. Is there anything you guys want to say? Any shout outs? Any thank yous before we? Uh, go into your last song and get you the hell out of here. Um, well, we appreciate you having us on. Hey, you're welcome. It's important to have people Love the like album. this doing, repping the local scene for sure. Um, Medicine Bows are the reason we started playing shows. Awesome. They told us to. Uh, Andy from Glory Kid um, and the whole Slumberbox crew. Absolutely. Um, and Kraken Bar. Honestly, Kraken that, was Bar. The, that was the first show that I played being in this band and they were I was like, this is going to be great. Seattle yep. uh, has a really good vibe. Um, Serial Hawk and Ancient Warlocks. People from Shark Teeth. All those people have been. Um, Iris from uh, from the Seattle Super Friends. Absolutely. Um, specifically, um, Darren Chase from Hex Rays. Um, Ancient Warlocks and Infinite Flux has been. <laughs> we could go on and on. We can go on and on. But <laughs> like, there's part. a number of people in town that have like been like really stoked on us from the beginning. Um, I don't know. Well, like, <laughs> but yeah, thanks to you, thanks to all those people. Absolutely, uh, and this is I will I will say before we go into the next songs is the first band ever that is crocheted in studio. Yes. <laughs> I'm a first. She's been crocheting on in studio. That is so punk. Like the, the, my Grandma goal punk. is to just dominate our right. Instagram feed with pictures of Amy crocheting across the country this fall. I take Slow that code, handmade crochet sweaters. 
<laughs> Perfect. The merch table. Yeah. <laughs> I am yeah. at the merch On the front, they'll say read capitalist realism. <laughs> Slow code, put a burden on it. Thank you very much for coming up to the show Saturday, August 25th at the crack and be there. Watch this played live. It's live and local on the rock. Slow code.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.